welcome to Dental Appointment, a podcast by two dental students aiming to give you an insight into the world of dentistry. We will be discussing all things dental related, from dental applications to life as a dental student. We will also provide you with an insight into our own experiences, as well as talking to other members of the profession about a range of different topics to get their views and learn about the different opportunities after dental school. My name is Ryan. And I'm Becky. And this is Dental Appointment. Welcome back. As part of the Dental Team series, we are joined today by Zoe Wengrove, a dental nurse working at Cotswold Dental Wellness in Chipping Norton. Zoe has lots of experience in the dental profession, which we'll be discussing throughout this episode. Hi, Zoe. Thank you for joining us today. Hello. Hi, Zoe. Thanks for joining us. I think, first of all, how are you? How are you finding all these lockdowns that have been going on? I'm good, thank you. It was really strange to start with, I mean, as it is for everyone, we've all had to adapt in ways we probably didn't ever think we'd have to. But um, yeah, I feel like we're at a stage where we're comfortable in what we're doing. And yeah, I'm happy. It's, it's good. Good. And you're back to work? Yes, back to work now. We've been back since June. We've not actually stopped working since then, um, which has been quite nice. It's actually been like a bit of a social life as well. <laughs> yeah, they sort of become your bubble, don't they? The people that you're working with. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, it's definitely been something to look forward to yeah. every day. <laughs> so tell us a little bit about yourself and sort of how you got into, well, working in dentistry. Um, so I left secondary school and I had no idea what I wanted to do like I was so completely like stuck and um, I kind of knew I was done with like sixth form didn't really want to do that I didn't really like the opening days I'd been to and stuff Um, so I went for an apprenticeship and yeah I never haven't looked back since really and have been doing it ever since amazing it's been good it's strange because I never thought I'd like it as much as I do but yeah it's one of them careers I think once you like fall into it and if it's right for you uh-huh. you're away <laughs> yeah absolutely and so you mentioned that you did an apprenticeship um sort of what does that involve so um it was all online based really my where I did the apprenticeship at the dental practice it was an NHS practice um and they kind of gave me the option whether I wanted to go to college or whether I wanted to do it in-house and I thought for myself in-house would have been so much better I'm quite an independent learner mm-hmm. um and yeah, so I had um, an assessor and I did all of my modules online on my computer um, and she came out and observed me doing like setting up for the treatments, the decontamination room, like the process and what we do in there. Um, and yeah, we had four exams at the end um, and I think you had like three attempts each go. And yeah, it was it was really good. And that suited you quite nicely then by the sounds of things like like you said, you were able to work as well as learn. Yes, exactly. And it was quite nice being so young. It, I was kind of, it's still in the zone of learning and I didn't, I didn't feel like I was out of swing of like being an independent learner as well. Yeah, it seems to be kind of the best of both worlds there if you're getting a wage as well as learning and getting a qualification. Definitely. Yeah. And it was having that hands-on knowledge as well, which was really helpful, I think. Yeah. Especially if you're a practical learner. Yeah, definitely. And uh, dentistry is a very practical career as well, isn't it? Whichever role that you're in. Yeah, whichever. Definitely. I completely agree. It's very, yeah, you have to be hands on, ready to just jump into any situation, really, haven't you? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And how long was the course? 
Um, so it was about two years. I think I had completed it in about 18 months, but that was because I was like, I just want to finish it and just get my qualification. And But yeah, it was about two years. Um, I mean, it, I guess it varies from student to student as well and like course and whether you go to college. But yeah, I would say I think most courses are about two years long as far as I'm aware. So you sort of mentioned there that you could do it on the job or in college. Um, is that only two ways to sort of get this qualification? Um, I believe as well, you can actually go to uni and get a higher qualification in it. Right. Um, what I did was a level three diploma. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, apprenticeship and college are the main two ways that you can do it. What I wanted to ask Zoe was, you mentioned about the, the kind of different styles. How do those differ? So if you do it in college as opposed to doing it in practice? Um, so college base is you obviously in a classroom. Um, it's not as hands on. Um, I'm not too sure what you actually get up to in the college, but I think you do have to have a placement and um, you can do that as an apprenticeship as well. Um, but yeah, I think you've got a lot more teacher based learning as well, which is obviously good for some people um, where apprenticeship I found was a lot more independent. You, your assessor was always there if you needed her. But yeah, most of the time that like, you would find yourself learning through the books and online and through your colleagues as well and I think that's a massive bonus yeah I think it sounds good having the different options depending on how you learn and how best you think you'll be able to do it definitely I just wanted to ask actually with your apprenticeship how did you get into it I literally um just emailed a few practices um just sent an email um hi I'm 16 looking for an apprenticeship and one of the first ones I actually had emailed emailed me straight back and I'd started before I'd even got my GCSE results so it was quite a quick moving process but yeah I just emailed a few places and that was it really. With you emailing the practices is it something that you sort of wanted to do you wanted to be a dental nurse? Um, I would say probably not I am um, mm-hmm. always had a keen interest in makeup beauty um, and mm-hmm. I always thought that would be my direction of where my career would take me and Mm -hmm. I think I just thought to myself like no let's try something different like let's just be wild and just do something and I was the only person out of all of like my friends at school um that even had an apprenticeship everyone else had stayed at sixth form Mm -hmm. um and I think it was interesting because I think I grew up a lot quicker as well being around older people and having a job um Mm -hmm. But yeah, it's it's not for everyone, but it was the perfect thing for me. And I'm so glad I did it, really. Yeah, I can um, sort of relate to that. I did the exact same thing when I left school. Um, I did an apprenticeship as a dental nurse. And it has opened up many doors for me, actually. Exactly. Um, And it sort of highlights to those that are probably listening right now um, to, you know, university and like college and things aren't you know aren't the only way to um sort of have a career no exactly I mean it's a stepping stone isn't it and the door's always open to go on to do more exactly yeah 100% and I think that's one thing that we certainly have mentioned in quite a few episodes now is that there isn't one kind of journey and you got to do what's right for you. So uh, in terms of you leaving school, Zoe, yeah. before your peers, that was what was the best thing for you to do. Yeah, exactly. So it's not about kind of following 
what your friends are doing no exactly no definitely don't be a sheep and just <laughs> go for it I mean all of my school friends now they're either doing apprenticeships now a few of them are actually doing dental nursing apprenticeships um <laughs> and they actually come to me and like oh is it that good and I'm like yeah try it <laughs> so yeah it's 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 interesting that yeah I thought I was making the wrong decision but it's the best decision I have ever made really well it sounds like you're so passionate about your job um and like really enjoy it and you're taking all the opportunities that are being thrown your way so having qualified what is a normal day like as a dental nurse oh it can be chaos <laughs> no it's normally really always good um so get to work um get on our scrubs obviously i'll go and set up the decom room um, so that's our autoclaves, turn them on to us, pest cycle, um, and then look at the day list and just prepare as much as I can before we actually start for the day. So it's a smooth running day and hopefully it's easy for the dentist as well. And yeah, we get to see loads of patients, which is really nice. So yeah, it's, it's it, obviously depending on what clinician you're with as well, like that, that my day can vary massively with that. Um, so if I'm with like the implant perio guy, he, um, his, we have like different tray setups, so that can be very different. And obviously, um, being a sterile environment and things like that. Where then some days I work with someone that does ortho, so then that's a completely another range of different things as well. So it does really depend on who you're with and what you're doing, really. Yeah, so it sounds good that you get to see a lot of different kind of things going on in the practice. Yes, yeah, it's, it's it's really good. It's quite nice actually because it's a variety as well. Yeah, so does that involve you rotating round? Yeah, so I we have um so our implant guy and um perro guy, he's the same person, Joel, he comes in um once a fortnight. Um we also have an endo guy which I work with, he's also in once a fortnight. And then I'm normally with the principal dentist and then if not some days I'll be with the hygienist. So yeah, it does it kind of just varies who's in and what everyone's doing nurse wise as well. So you gotta sort of get a bit of a mix of everything really. Yeah, definitely. And I think that keeps you interested as well. I think like being able to learn new things with different people, that does keep you mm-hmm. a bit different to the same old, isn't it? Absolutely. And are those professionals, the ones that come into the practice, are they specialists? Um, yeah, so Joel is a specialist, um, and mm-hmm. Adrian, our endo guy, he has just finished his master's in endodontics. So yeah, he's really into it. We we did a um, six can, um, six rooted um, canaled um, tooth the other day, and that was really wow. It was long as well. We were like, "Wow, I think we we need a break." <laughs> like three hours into it, we were like three hours. <laughs> wow, <laughs> and especially in our full, full PPE as well. But oh yeah, of course. Being winter, it's on our side a little bit with being cold. But <laughs> it sounds like you you're sort of exposed to a, lots of different things, and that's in a private practice is. Is it sort of similar in the NHS or how does it differ? Um, I would say probably uh, compared to my previous practice, um, which was NHS, they're the only two practices I've ever worked in. But um, yeah, I would say you get a different, just a different range of treatments as well. Like you see more things that are more like a composite can be so much more detailed, if you see what I mean, like and the time spent on it. And but yeah, I've never I'd never had worked with um, done implants or done anything with perio prior to moving to a private practice we did have an endo specialist in the nhs practice i worked at and that was that was interesting seeing that because it widened your eyes for a while like <laughs> they really were committed to getting this tooth filled and it's quite interesting how it goes yeah absolutely 
and it sort of highlights the need to be like adaptable like as a dental nurse I think yes definitely yeah and being I think being confident in what you do as well like knowing like yep I know how to do this it's fine like and that that will help with a smooth running day I think as well yeah absolutely so you mentioned a couple skills there about adaptability and kind of confidence and things is there any other skills that you think are important to succeed as a dental nurse I think you've got to be a good team player as well you've got to like help each other be willing to jump into any situation um I think that's a massive one as well just being able to work as a team because when you're in the decon room you're with other nurses like if someone's not playing ball like it just there's it just makes the day really not smooth and not enjoyable for anyone where working as a team is is amazing because it just everyone has a good day teamwork making the dream work yes exactly (laughs) (laughs) that's it I think it's um sort of super important that like you say that everyone sort of does work well together and you've got that rapport with your team as well as your patients as well yeah exactly and I mean the patients they get the vibes as well don't they they know if you're working well together and they can see yeah so it makes probably puts them at ease as well I think yeah exactly is there any other skills that you think are important I mean like pairing is like the I think is so important like being kind of one step ahead like all the time like try and be one step ahead and then you know it's going to be fine but there's nothing no worse than being stressed and running around like headless chicken yeah, yeah. absolutely and I mean, at the minute, with having we have to have two surgeries. Um, well, most of the time because of like fallow times and stuff. So to get the most efficient way out of seeing patients and seeing as many patient people as we can, we have two surgeries ready. So then you have to like fallow clean. So being organised is, especially in these COVID times, I think is so important. I mean, how I organise things every time the clinicians are always like, I love working with you because every time you set something up, it's the exact same every time. And that's just how I work. I'm very much like, that's where that goes. <laughs> and it just, yeah, we, I do four-handed dentistry. Um, so that was quite new to me starting this practice because mm-hmm. I had never done that before. Um, so that's me passing all of the instruments to the dentist. The dentist doesn't touch anything on the side. Um, which is quite strange. I found quite strange to start with, but I actually really enjoy doing it like that. Um, but yeah, when I set up for the patient, it's always the same. I always have a routine of how I do it. And especially when you've got more than one patient, you need to be quick and efficient as well. So having that routine as well, I think is. Like you say, again, refers back to teamwork, you know, being able to yeah, exactly. you learn how each other work and, keeping it the yeah. same just makes you more efficient at working yeah definitely I mean when the dentist asks for something I know where it is I've not put it down somewhere quickly because I'm and I think it just makes it that smoother and it's safer as well like you're not going to get a sharps injury because everything's in a safe place and things like that as well did you have to do extra training for the four-handed dentistry um I kind of just picked it up I think you can um uh-huh. but yeah I just I just started working with the dentist that I'm with most of the time and we just picked it up really quickly and sometimes she'll be like well that's really weird how did you know I was going to want that and I was like well it's just because that's what you do every time (laughs) 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 you just get used to how they work as well yeah you end up sort of having I don't know yeah they're you're like another brain for them yeah definitely and she'd be like how did you know I was going to need that and I was like well I just knew it was coming sort of thing I just was watching yeah (laughs) (laughs) 
but yeah it's it, i think you can have extra training for it um but yeah it's, i think well my principal dentist she's such a good teacher so i've just managed to pick it up with her really well um it comes with challenges when i work with our endo guy because he uses a microscope so that can be quite hard doing but we we manage it but that that is a bit more of a challenge um because obviously his eyes are looking down the microscope rather than at what I'm doing or um but yeah we're we're getting into a routine now and it's good so you mentioned there some of the roles that you do as a dental nurse day to day is there any other roles that you take on and things that you do in your job I do reception sometimes um I mean that again is a completely different side of dentistry do you enjoy doing the reception side of things I do I definitely prefer nursing Mm -hmm. um but yeah, I don't mind. It's it's a bit of a change. It mixes it up. I mean, I'm only there when I'm there to cover reception holiday and things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it, it's nice to see the patients in a different way as well and have that bit more of a chat outside of the surgery, not when they're so tense and, you know, they get yeah. to know you a little bit more as well, which is quite nice. And because I work at such a small practice, they all know who we are anyway, which is really nice. That's quite nice. You can sort of build a rep- like more of a rapport with your patients that way yeah definitely definitely and when you're working in surgery um could you give us like an insight into like sort of what you do as a dental nurse yeah so in the surgery I set up for the patient um charting is quite a big thing as well um I always think doing the notes and things for the dentist the more you write down the more helpful it is um uh charting I love charting new patients are like my favorite thing I love getting all of the different chartings on the system <laughs> um yeah treatment plans like as the dentist is telling me um this filling needs doing here the different surfaces um I think it's always helpful to help the dentist do that just put it on because it's a lot for them to remember at the end of the appointment to remember it all and then put it all in the notes so just writing bits down that you you can hear them saying and stuff like that and yeah, then the decontamination side of it and making sure that mm-hmm. the surgery is clean between every patient. Um, I mean, that's a key thing as well. I feel like I've got like 10 eyes going on everywhere where patients are putting things down. At the moment, we're quite strict with like patients not allowed to bring their belongings in really like mm-hmm. coats. We have a box for them. Um, so we have a bit of like a contactless system at the moment, which is really working. But yeah, it's just having loads of eyes everywhere to making sure that everything is clean. Um, and then taking the instruments to the decom room to then do their sterilisation process and putting them through the autoclave and getting everything ready for the next patient. So with the decontamination, you're handling, correct me if I'm wrong, a lot of like chemicals and things? Yes, definitely. Um, so the instruments go into a chemical, which is like a bathing agent, when um, they go into soak and then manual scrub them. Um, and then they go into an ultrasonic bath. Um, which then will take them to the autoclave to have their 134 degrees sterilization process. Um, and then we have to keep mm-hmm. logs of it. So every autoclave cycle, um, we put a little ticket in there with it. And then when it comes out, just to check that it has, it will change colour. Um, and then mm-hmm. we just log it down. So it's all there, ready to know that we've done it all properly. And yeah, then it just gets kept in the decom room, ready for the next patient, really. We keep all of our instruments in the decom room. Um, practices do vary doing it, but I think it's really efficient the way we do it, really. And we have things like treatment trays. Um, so that's 
really efficient as well. I've never done that before working at this practice. So the dentist, each dentist has their own treatment trays um, and that is what they would need for every treatment. Um, I mean, obviously mm-hmm. you add your composite bits or your crown prep bits and things like that, but the basic instruments always stay the same. You don't need to worry about where all of the instruments are and things. Yeah, so you're sort of all organised, mm-hmm. like you're saying you like to be organised. Yeah, um, definitely. It seems to be a, a massive skill or attribute of a dental nurse yeah. that will make your life a bit easier. So you mentioned composite there. So composite, for those that don't know, um, composite is the white filling material that you may or may not have if you've had a filling before. Um, so is it sort of right to say that dental nurses handle a lot of materials? Yeah, definitely. Loads of different ranges. I mean, amalgams, that's another filling material. Um, and with crown preps, I mean, the temporary crowns, things like that, like the materials with that. Um, we are a impression-free practice, really, other than dentures. Um, we still do alginates for that um, or silicone. Um, but yeah, using the Itero scanner, I think, is a massive bonus, um, especially with patients that gag and things like that. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, loads of different materials. I mean, even like the GSEM, like, which we use for the crowns and things like that. There's a whole different range of cements we can use. And yeah, it comes with loads of different things. Is that something that you're trained to sort of mix all of these materials during your training? Yeah. So I always remember there was a nurse at my first practice and she one day um, sat me down and we did mix in all of the different types of materials. So glass ionomers, calzonol, um, you have your coltazol, which is already mixed and things like that. Um, I love mixing alginate. I actually do miss I actually do miss doing it quite a lot but um yeah it's 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 interesting that you, you kind of just pick these techniques up as well and find your own way of doing it. and I think it's really important to know that every nurse does it differently as well like mm-hmm. there's no right way of doing it really with things like mixing alginate and you have your basics and I mean sometimes when people are shadowing they go oh I never knew you did it like that it's, it's like that's how I do it but you could do it differently if you find it more comfortable or there's there's different ways of doing the same thing you mentioned there that your practice is impression free apart from dentures so how do you go about taking impressions and things some of our dentists instead of doing the scans they would prefer for say a bridge they would prefer to do a silicon impression with a light body um, material as well i mean that just varies really with d- dentists as well like who you're working with is it the intraoral scanners then that you you use at your practice Yes, it's the it's the Itero one that we use. I don't know if you've heard of that one before. Um, yeah, and my the principal dentist, she's had it for like ten years. She's been so she's always had that one. So she's really efficient with it as well. Um, and mm-hmm. I've managed to do a few like ortho cases, like pre treatments, um, pre Invisalign, and for like retainers and things, which is quite cool. Um, and that's quite fun learning how to do that as well. Because yeah, again, it's quite hands on with the patient. Oh, wow. So you've trained to um, take these intraoral... Be able to do it as well, yeah. Yeah, wow, that's cool. Um, it's so it's crazy how these advances have happened in dentistry yeah. that you can literally put a scanner into the patient's mouth and it's up on the computer. Yeah, exactly, and it, can go, and it goes straight to the lab as well and it's like, bang, there it is. And it's really good as well because the, there's no, we don't have much gypsum waste anymore because... They all come back plastic. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I know that's a different type of waste that we waste, don't need, yeah. but um, 
yeah we don't have that gypsum anymore which is really it's quite useful as well in that terms that when we get the scans back it literally is just plastic and we actually do always offer it to the patient because sometimes the patients quite like taking it home and showing their grandkids or yeah. you know showing their kids and things like that so we always offer it to them which is a safe way of doing it with them with the gypsum and not only are the scans probably more time effective because that's quicker to send a scan than to post an impression. But I suppose as well now with everything in terms of COVID and all that, it's also kind of easier to, to do the scans than it is to take the impression and send. Definitely, yeah. And I think as well, having a scanner, like you can show the patients a lot more, like you can show them inside their mouth. I know like not all of them want to see it, but it can be really useful to the, the dentist point of view to be able to explain things and oh, this is the bit that I'm talking about. And it gives it that extra bit of, I don't know, communication, I guess, mm-hmm. which is, I th- our patients love it. They yeah, love like, it. Yeah, they, they're, all of them are always interested, always yeah. keen to ask questions and see what's going on. Um, but yeah, our one teams up with Invisalign, which is the clear braces. Um, but yeah, that's quite interesting as well, because you can do like an outcome simulator. So if you're a Invisalign provider you can show your patients what their teeth could look like Mm -hmm. and I think that is that is really interesting too to be able to give that to the patients as well it sort of acts like a bit of a motivation for the patients if they weren't too sure definitely yeah Yeah. so you sort of said that you're the type of person to jump at like every opportunity and um have you as you've mentioned you work with lots of different sort of specialists as well are there sort of training opportunities that you've had and taken um so I'm actually studying my radiography at the moment a post qualification for my dental nursing one so that was one that they were like do you want to get involved in this of course please <laughs> yes <laughs> um so yeah I'm actually doing that at the moment which is really really interesting um having to shape up on my um, physics a little bit but <laughs> yeah it's, it's good it is good and what will that allow you to do? So that will allow me to take um, the x-rays on the patient under the prescription of a clinician, um, which I think will be really interesting. Isn't that that next step, really, getting quite involved, isn't it, in the patient? And I'm quite scared, but I'm, it'll be good. Once I get into doing it, it'll be good. Yeah, it's that extra hands-on thing. Yeah, definitely. And I think I think that's you've got to like you've got to want to progress I think because that keeps you excited and it keeps you eager to learn and it makes your job that little bit more fun every day if you see what I mean yeah with the additional responsibilities yeah definitely and I mean there's so much more that you can do other than radiography I mean you can do impression taking um fluoride application sedation courses um orthodontic nursing so there is loads that you can do other than just dental nursing which is quite good yeah it sort of opens the doors to different opportunities and I think um people aren't or even those in the profession as well aren't really aware of the opportunities and responsibilities that dental nurses can maybe sort of add to their remit actually exactly and I mean not even just like you can go on to be a hygienist like there's a university in Essex I think you can go on to do hygiene which is also like so many people would like to go step in that direction and maybe don't know it's there. So yeah, there's a lot, I think it opens doors to loads of things. And like you said, like not many people actually know that it can do. Yeah. 
Um, absolutely. So in, with your radiography course, what's involved with that? So this it's a BDA one that I'm doing. Um, it's all based online. Um, I think that is maybe because of COVID, but it might not be. I'm not 100% sure on that. Mm -hmm. um, so I log into the BDA website and there's um, 30 modules. Um, and that's so, so far, I've just been learning about physics, the atoms and things like that. Um, and I'm just going on to the techniques and things of taking x-rays. Um, and then I think once I've completed, completed 17 modules, I then can practice in surgery with the principal. Um, and she just has to tick off that I've done 10 bite wings, 10 PAs um, and 10 OPGs, I think. Mm -hmm. And then I have to sit an exam at the end. And I believe that is just a, multi well, a multiple choice one. Mm hmm. I have to get revising and that my exam is in September so I started it in February so it's quite a short course oh wow yeah but yes yeah, it's, it's quite intense the I have to complete the modules by the 5th of April so you've had about two months to do that and then it's hands on deck getting all of the observations and revising for the exam which is done online as well which is I think that's that'll be quite good for me because I won't be as nervous I don't think yeah doing it at home yeah definitely just be in the comfort of your own house well i'm sure you'll smash it oh, hopefully <laughs> <laughs> yeah i think not only is that adding extra things onto your day that you can be doing and keeps you kind of interested like you say but it's also in terms of kind of teamwork and helping the the clinic flow definitely it's just utilizing that time yeah. isn't it yeah just helping that flow of the dentist can get on with their notes or bits like that so I think it, it yeah definitely be more of an efficient way of working as well yeah. so yeah that sort of just highlights like the many opportunities that dental nurses can sort of take um like you've said um is there anything else that you've done or added to your remit or looking to do in the future um I think for myself I'd love to get, progress in the dental nursing side maybe go to lead nurse um at the moment, I do the protein tests and the ultra, um, the foil tests in the practice. So I do do have do have a few extra duties in the practice and within the decon. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, I think maybe progressing through the manager sort of side okay. and helping more students and things like that. Mm -hmm. I think is the way that I'll be looking to go. I mean, I did look into doing hygiene, but I just didn't. I think I love nursing so much. I'm just like, oh, I'd love to see where this takes me. Yeah, and um, so you're still young and never say never really isn't it yeah exactly you've got room to go and I think it's just kind of comforting to know that there are options out there and they're ready to be taken when and if you please yeah exactly you mentioned a couple tests there um that you, that you take on the role of doing what are those so the um protein test is to check that there's no protein on the instrument um because that's obviously not what you want when they're going through the steriliser so mm -hmm. that gets done once a week so I basically just get an instrument once it's been through the ultrasonic bath um, I rinse it under the cold water and then I swab it and then put it in a solution and then hope it doesn't change colour and which it never has fingers touch wood it never has so it's <laughs> always passed and been fine um, and then the foil test is just putting some strips of um, basically just foil kitchen foil um, under the ultrasonic put it on for 15 minutes and just see that the ultrasonic bath is actually working and it erodes away the t the foil and that means it's passed um 
and that gets done every three months. So yeah, there's always things to do as well. And I also do the emergency drugs. So I check that they're all in day and check the oxygen's working every week. So yeah, I do have a few extra things, which is I really enjoy as well. I think it's sort of um, interesting to hear that like the role like your role as a dental nurse it's not always about teeth um you've got like no exactly yeah Yeah, definitely there's things when I'm not doing assisting that I get on with and I mean if there's ever a gap in the diary I'm always doing things (laughs) yeah absolutely there's always things to do which is really good and it's quite interesting doing like the emergency drugs as well like that was quite a recent responsibility I took on and that's that's cool Mm mm-hmm what do you do for that? So you just have, well, just checking that it's always in day um, and when things do go out of date, making sure that we mm-hmm. have them ready before they go out of date to replace. Um, so I just have a log that I get out every week and just check it. Um, and then I check the individual items. Mm-hmm. And then obviously checking out oxygen. Um, I just release a bit of oxygen just to check that it's coming out, it's working, it's fine. And I just have to sign it off, really. Yeah, so it's all sort of ready to go if it's ever needed yeah exactly if, if there was ever an emergency we're there we're ready to do it and you mentioned then about um checking the oxygen in case it's needed in an emergency situation are dental nurses trained in how to deal with medical emergencies yes so we do with our cpd it kind of ties into the cpd that we do every year um you can do basic life support um i actually did one when did i do it about a month or two ago and that was um like a basic life support one but it also included sedation because we have a sedationist that comes in um as well um so yeah we just learned basic basically what we would do obviously anyone it can be helpful in a situation of an emergency and just knowing the fastest safest route to help someone and get them to safety really mm-hmm. yeah it's such an important skill to have, isn't it? It really is. And knowing how to react and under yeah. pressure, you just your brain just clicks. And, and I think that's quite good doing that yearly as well because it just refreshes your mm-hmm. knowledge because, I mean, it's easy for things to slip, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. And I suppose having everybody trained in that, going back to the teamwork, if an emergency situation arose, everybody, like you say, kind of clicks into action, knows their role. Yeah, exactly. I mean, even our receptionists, mm-hmm. they're trained as well on the basic life support. So, yeah, it's a whole team effort, really. Absolutely. So you mentioned um, CPD and medical emergencies being part of that. Could you just explain what CPD is? So CPD is continuing professional development. Um, so just making sure that we're keeping up to date with um things that obviously things change and we need to know what's going on and how to continuously mm-hmm know what's going on um so i pay for a cpd for dental nurses and that basically has everything i need on it for the year um it helps me with my cpd log which i have to log and link it to my personal development plan um so yeah that is really good website um and i've used it since i've qualified um and yeah it just covers everything really and how many hours do you need to do as a dental nurse so you need to do 50 hours. Um, I always seem to go over through like CPD courses, like the um, doing radiography, for example, that will give me CPD as well from that. Um, so it's things like that. I did a first aid course um, about two years ago and that gave me like 20 hours CPD. So I'd already like in two days done nearly half of my CPD. 
yeah, I definitely think you always go over, but 50 is the minimum sort of thing. Have you got any other sort of courses lined up to do? Um, Not at the moment, no, just focusing on my radiography um, and then see where Mm -hmm. it takes me after that, really. Nice. You mentioned conscious sedation as well. Is that something that you assist with? Yeah, so we... I've only assisted really twice, three or four times with it since being at my practice because we have him come into the practice. It's like an outside clinic um, that we use. Um, and, yeah, so I've assisted. We, I had my training. We did, um, but he's always on site, so he's always monitoring the patient. So for me, it is kind of the same, but they're just not talking and they're not res- as responsive. But that's definitely something that I didn't think I'd see but it's really interesting I'm really glad that I have like the opportunities to do that amazing and do you need to like as a dental nurse do you need to do any checks of the patient before they have the sedation at all no so we kind of let our sedationist do that whole thing um he takes the lead completely um I'm just there to reassure the patient and yeah be there when they start to come back around ready to go home and what type of sedation is it that he uses um IV sedation all oh, right. Okay. Um. So yeah, just a cannula in the arm. He um. He always makes me laugh because he always says, "Right, you're gonna have a gin and tonics worth now," and the patients love it. <laughs> <laughs> and it, it's it's quite a comforter as well because it's like, okay, it's, he's chatty, he's good, and yeah, it's he's he's really good with the patients, and yeah, it's really interesting to watch actually. Everyone yeah. reacts differently to it as well. I can imagine that's quite interesting. Um, it's something I've never seen myself actually, but. I can imagine it's quite interesting to sort of see and be um, exposed to. Definitely. So you mentioned there's a way about some of the different ways in which you can go about kind of going on to do more courses to increase the responsibilities that you have as a nurse and the things that you can do to make your role more enjoyable so that you're not getting to the point where you're bored. Um, what do you enjoy most about your role within dentistry? I think I probably enjoy most is that patient uh, making sure that the patients are okay and giving them the best experience they possibly can. I think that's my, and I think it's the most rewarding part as well, which probably that's why it makes it my fa- most favourite part. And just, I love being organised. I'm I've, it's probably a bit of an OCD, but I, I think it's just a, such a good job if you love having structure and things like that. I just think it's really rewarding, rewarding in that sense too. I think we we do a kind of it's like a buddy system in uni where we kind of nurse for each other. So I think from doing that very limited experience, what I was surprised at was how, I mean, dentistry. A lot of people say the the kind of interpersonal skills and speaking with the patients, but I think from a nurse's point of view, they're in a great position to build up that rapport as well with patients. Yeah, definitely. And I think sometimes, I mean, nervous patients will have some and they kind of look at you for that reassurance as well. Like you'll just see them glimpse over at you as if to say, like, is this OK? And it's like, yeah, yeah, it's fine. Like, <laughs> And yeah, it's it's really it's really interesting. Like I always thought, oh, when you go to the dentist, I never really took any notice of the dental nurse. And like you just think, oh, they're just that extra person in the room. And that's how I've always like seen when I've gone to the dentist. But when you're actually doing it yourself, I think it's just it's just a completely different 
yeah you actually do have that connection with patients and you can help them and you feel like you're actually doing something good for them as well yeah i think like what you say it almost is like uh, a little bit of comfort for the patient having that extra person in the room that maybe isn't drilling into their teeth or whatever yeah and I'm always, I'm always got a good hand if anyone needs it when they're giving, having an injection. So <laughs> I don't mind getting a numb hand for that. <laughs> yeah, the patients will appreciate yeah. that as well, won't they? <laughs> Definitely, yeah. I mean, we had one patient, um, and she in agony, bless her. And um, I held her hand the whole way through the appointment. Um, and the, the dentist after was like, "How did you do that?" And I was like, "I don't even know." Like, <laughs> but she needed my hand, so <laughs> it was just managed just had to had to be there yeah yeah exactly exactly and it was really it was really nice because she actually then wanted to come to the dentist more and I think that was just that step in the right direction and I think that just highlights straight away the kind of important role that nurses do play in managing patients with anxiety because a dentist wouldn't have the time or or the extra hand to be able to do things like that, you know? No, exactly, exactly. No, so it's, and I think also, like, when you're working with a dentist, that teamwork, it, like I said before, it really does show off on the patient, and I think that will comfort them as well to know, like, they're fine together, like, it's all working smoothly, and yeah, just keeping a cool head, really. Yeah, absolutely. And um, with all rewards, there's some well sometimes some challenges but um is there anything that you find particularly challenging about your job um I would say the biggest challenge in well my whole career I would say is probably has been COVID and having that adapting to the different things like will we ever go back to normal um but Mm -hmm. I think I mean with every job there comes challenges doesn't there and some days are more stressful than others and that's just I think Mm -hmm. in part with the job but yeah, it it depends really, depending what day's like. I would say on a bad day when you're running late and it's just you just feel like, oh my god, when is it going to be lunchtime or when's the day going to be over? Um, I think just know you, you're good at your job and it's fine, and the day will come to an end and tomorrow's a new day. And that's what I always think to myself: tomorrow's another day, it'll be fine. <laughs> it sort of highlights that um, again that whole adaptability. Um, like no two days are the same no exactly and I mean emergencies coming in like you can never predict Mm -hmm. that and sometimes with the job you do have to stay late and it's what the patient's needs are there so exactly I would never say that's a bad thing about the job like that's just in part with what the job is and part of our role really and like you like you've entered the dental profession quite young um and you've sort of achieved so much already um is there any advice that you would sort of like to give those that are thinking of entering the dental profession? Um, I just think go for it. Um, and if you find a practice that you don't like, it's not the end of the world. Like there's so many different practices out there. Um, but yeah, I just would say just go for it, really. Never say never and give it a go. And it's not for everyone, but there's no harm in trying. So yeah, I definitely think. And it's such a, it's amazing how many different types of characters and different people love the job and they're so different their personalities are different everything like that I think it's Mm -hmm. such a wide wide career for different types of people so yeah I'd just say go for it (laughs) yeah I think that's great advice um and like you've mentioned throughout the episode 
you sort of take every opportunity that's given to you and I think um like dentistry has so much to offer you don't really know definitely what opportunities there are sometimes until like you you say yes to everything yeah so not only have we learned a lot about what a dental nurse is the roles within the dental team but also loads of opportunities that they have to expand on their responsibilities and I think it's safe to say that we as dentists would be completely lost without the dental nurses and their constant support. So thank you so much for joining us today, Zoe. We hope you enjoyed it. Thank you. Yes, it's been great. I've really enjoyed it. Thank you. And for those of you listening, you can follow Zoe on her Instagram page, which is... It's Zoe underscore Cotswold Dental Nurse. <laughs> We are really enjoying making these episodes and we hope you have found them interesting and learned a little more about dentistry. And you can follow us on Instagram at dental underscore appointment to keep up to date with us. Until our next episode. Bye. Bye.